guys, I understand it. Rectangle of mediocrity. Wow, Craig, that was some outstanding stuff. How does it tie in? You sound like a real nerd. I'm grooving. Now I'm going off on a rant. Our guests are the meat to our stale bread. You know, before we start recording this thing, Craig, you know how I prep myself for these podcasts, all the calls I have with game-changing vendors, and our incomparable team meetings? Eh, I don't really care, Kevin, but I guess you're going to tell me anyway, so might as well go for it. Well, it goes a little like this. Burn, 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 burn. Oh, wait, sorry. I thought the music would come in there. All right. It is another edition of the Channel Partners Podcast, Coffee with Craig and Kevin. I'm the executive editor of Channel Partners and Channel Features, Craig Galbraith. Joining me, as always, the man who does virtual better than Max Headroom himself, it's our director of business development, Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? (laughs) Wow, Craig, I I certainly don't look as cool as Max Headroom used to back in the 80s there. What you're about to witness is one of the most sinister-sounding intros to one of the greatest epics ever produced. Great reference. Taking you Uh, back. Taking me way back. Ah, man, we're getting old, CG, I gotta tell ya. Well, it is the 80s, you know, we're talking about these 80s episodes. That's for sure. So, you know, what have you been up to lately, Craig? Let's let's kick things off here. Well, I gotta tell you, we're getting pumped up for Channel Partners Virtual, and that's been taking up quite a bit of my time, I gotta say. Got some videos we're lining up for that, uh, some fun stuff, some educational stuff, informational things, uh, a lot of what you'd expect to see video-wise from a live Channel Partners show, only we'll be doing it virtually so that's one thing the other thing uh as long as we've had this pandemic going on i haven't gotten much out of the house so i've been trying to get in shape a little bit i think we had a guest talking about that a month or so ago saying he was getting in the best shape he's been in a while and uh i gotta say the same been dropping a few lbs and uh you know just doing my thing it's been kind of fun wow craig you've been busy but working out you say yeah, now I don't want to, our audience to be fooled. I, I don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, back in the day. So don't get any false expectations uh, when you see me virtually here in a few weeks. So I was I was going to wonder, it sounds like you're telling the truth, but I was going to ask, I mean, is this for real? Or were you just brilliantly segueing me into Survivor's 1982 number one smash hit, Eye of the Tiger? Of course, this song's known for musically stylizing some of the most famous workout montages of all time in the Rocky films. Well done, Mr. DJ. Keeping up with our 80s music theme, given that this is our 82nd podcast, gotta tell you, Kevin, Survivor, more and more sports coming back for our viewing pleasure, and last but not least, CP Virtual coming up next month. I truly am. Home to You know who has two thumbs up and agrees with you in full? This guy! I'm going to start calling CP Virtual the Channel Bubble. As much like the NBA, our upcoming event will feature many slam dunk speakers, exhibitors, and attendees in a safe and confined environment, also known as your home. (laughs) Yeah, I like that analogy, Kevin. Probably should have used that as one of your whimsical industry metaphors, but like every other opportunity you've had in life, you missed out. Ooh, Craig, that one hurt. 
I guess I could say that's how I ended up working with you every day. <laughs> Touche, my friend. Uh, speaking of channel partners at Virtual, as we often do these days, I hear things are shaping up quite nicely. You got that right, Craig. Partner attendees are registering fast and furiously as we're looking to exceed our initial expectations in terms of total attendance. I mean, we're talking over 5,000 plus CG. Whoa, Nelly! Additionally, we're adding new exhibitors and sponsors daily, all of whom are equipped with phenomenal and custom solutions designed to meet partners and their customers' needs. Not to mention the event will be jam-packed with quality content from industry leaders and analysts. More to come on that later. But first, what do you say we welcome in our first guest who will be one of those sponsors joining us in the, okay, I'll go for it, Channel Bubble. Hit him with it, Craig. All right, Kevin, my pleasure to welcome into the coffee house our first guest, Kurt Allen. He is the Senior Vice President, Global Channel Chief at Vonage. Kurt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Craig? Doing very well. Uh, you know, you're new to Vonage after being at Windstream a few years. And of course, uh, the channel knows you from X4 and Sandler Partners for many years before that. On a personal level, uh, maybe you tell us what it is about the channel that helps keep uh, the drive up for you after all these years. You know, it's, a, it's an interesting question. I think a lot of us get that, especially folks like me who have kind of worked both sides of it from the partner side and from the provider side. But for me, uh, you know, early on, going back to the mid-90s, when uh, all the way back to Intercall, kind of first exposure to the idea of working with partners, I always just got really excited about working with entrepreneurial people. So um, even when, you know, I, I had entrepreneurial opportunities myself, as you mentioned, X4, but even working for a big company, the people we work with all day are just, you know, hundreds, thousands of these super entrepreneurial, really successful people. And and uh, that's always been kind of what lit the fire for me is is being kind of a part of that to, you know, helping folks develop their business, helping them build companies and hire people and, and just kind of the benefit that comes from that entrepreneurial capitalist spirit that's so strong in this space. Wow, Kurt, being motivated by successful people. I don't know what that's like because I co-host this thing with Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I, I, I felt it, Kurt. I should have had a comeback, like a double comeback ready, but uh, it's too early for me out here. You got to choose your company better, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We, we, we all know that Craig's carried me for years. I, that's why I have to get the digs in when I can. But, uh, you know, let's talk about you know, your, your new company, Vonage's partner program. What are some of your key goals as you take the reins of what's been a well-respected partner program over the last few years? You know, you bring that up the, the last few years. So, you know, obviously Vonage has legacy that dates all the way back to, you know, residential services and kind of micro small business. But what's it, six, seven years ago, the move into the the channel as we all know it. And then the, especially the last uh, three years or so, uh, Mario Dirigi, my predecessor, really got the company to move to a channel first model. So we look at channel sourced, uh, it's about two thirds of our opportunities are channel sourced. So uh, even though we have a large direct sales org, that large direct sales org works on all of our enterprise accounts with our partners. So we're truly channel agnostic. So this partner program, it's different than some of the other ones I've worked in and around and that there's just mechanically no channel conflict. The only time we ever bump into issues is if two partners are in the same deal. So I love the fact that as a company, we're kind of all running in the same direction and that the folks that work in my org within the channel, as well as Reggie Scales org, you know, technically the, the enterprise sales guys, 
are in communication constantly. Our direct sellers are talking to partners they work with on a regular basis. It's really a singular motion. So that's been refreshing because uh, in the past, usually the first thing you have to come in is, uh, what are our policies on this channel conflict situation and that thing and, and clean up all those messes? And there's been none of that here. It's, it's really kind of a unified approach to getting business done. Yeah, partner's absolutely glad to hear that, I'm sure, Kurt. Uh, you know, I'm gonna talk a little bit about products. You guys have really been on the news a lot lately, not only for your bread and butter, talking about UCAS and cloud, but also now what you're doing with APIs, uh, contact center, even artificial intelligence. How do you sort of consolidate all of that for partners so they can keep their eyes on the prize, so to speak? And that's the challenge you hit right there because there's still a lot of the, like I still, I think there's a massive kind of brand recognition opportunity within the channel because we are thought of by a good portion of the channel as UCAS. And some people even think of us as, you know, SMB to mid-market UCAS. And that's that's really not where we've been having success the last three or four years. The, the you know, certainly we get our share of kind of micro-market stuff and try to be real efficient with it. But um, with the purchase of New Voice Media and prior to that and purchase of Nexmo with the with the, the CPAS platform, you know, we own what is or what was and is the best uh, go-to-market route for CRM-driven CCAS in the industry. We've absolutely dominated uh, the Salesforce ecosystem uh, in Europe and then and now over here where we get the opportunity. So uh, I'm constantly reminding people that most of the world we're CCAS first, you know, because we have challenges, regulatory challenges around delivering UCAS in some countries and CCAS is that lead. And, and uh, the Salesforce ecosystem, obviously super important. And we've we've leveraged that partnership to great success. We win more than 50% of the deals that we get into where uh, Salesforce is the underlying CRM in, in, in the CCAS world. Uh, but now we're kind of mirroring that functionality where we're launching the first versions of our um, integrations with ServiceNow and then Microsoft Dynamics um, after that. So uh, if we can get the kind of leverage in CCAS from CRM-driven CCAS, and we know the way I like to joke it is anyone who had a hunt group three months ago has a contact center now because we're all forced out, you know, working remote and and, and everything in this environment. So contact center is is really something that's super important within our space. So that's huge. And, and like I said, we'll continue to enhance that and, and grab share from that side. But you brought up the API layer. I mean, that it's the, the sky's the limit. Certainly the applications we're seeing a ton of is, you know, secure video APIs for telehealth and things like that. That's a no brainer, obviously, you know, voice APIs, but that's a development platform. So the sky's the limit, the applications that, that will be layered on there over time, there's no real limitation to that. So what we try to kind of talk about ourselves and Rory Reed, our new CEO does a real good job of, of describing it, is it's, it's the only true total communication stack that a lot of our peers, you know, work up through UCAS and into CCAS, but there's very little action in that development layer that think the next things that will happen there. So from a kind of full stack perspective, uh, that was one of the most attractive things to coming over here. And, and then secondarily, I think there's still an awareness gap in our channel. So certainly, uh, and I appreciate the opportunity to speak about it a little bit today with you guys. Hey, Kurt, I got to follow up to that. You mentioned international uh, briefly there. Can you talk about what Vonage is doing internationally uh, channel-wise and what the partner opportunity is there? Sure. So we've, uh, we're opening up our Canadian channel. We've got a, a group. There'll be five strong when the next couple of hires happen up there. Uh, a little bit of a different market. Obviously, Canada has some regulatory um, challenges that, that we don't have here in the States, but um, CCAS out of the box, um, UCAS 
um, absolutely up there. We're uh, engaging with a bunch of our master agent partners, you know, folks up there. And, uh, and that's a little, it's almost like the European market. It's, it's DISTI driven and VAR driven. So we're, we've got a, a strategic integrator group that's working with folks up there. So super bullish on Canada. We're, I mean, fully mature and 300 plus employees over in Europe. So, uh, you know, we're really strong CCAS play in Europe. And as we roll out world office was just recently rolled out, uh, which allows folks here in the States to have instances all over Europe and, and, you know, parts of Asia pack and gives us that kind of seamless instance for our folks that have international locations. And then shortly behind that will be um, the Vonage International, which will um, facilitate UCAS that originates in a lot of those countries. Whereas today it's kind of US with international. We're weeks away from deploying uh, a full international platform that allow our European customers and our European partners to be selling you know, specific in-country instances uh, all over Europe. Wow, Kurt, it is so great to hear how quickly Vonage has gone international, and especially in Europe, because I remember uh, you were a huge supporter of our initial Channel Evolution Europe event, kind of launching that program, and it, and it yeah. sounds like you're crushing it over there. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot going on there. I mean, certainly, um, I'm greedy. There, there could always be more, and, and we're going to you know, turn some screws and move some needles, and, and, uh, but it's, it's, it's really a, an exciting time for the channel overall, not just Vonage, but all of our peers and the, the folks that operate in it, because we're back to having conversations about routes to market, that everything isn't just the traditional route to market. Like, you know, we're looking at kind of a traditional DISTI European resale model where Vonage branded services could go through strategic integrators and, you know, in a cost plus model. So um, we're looking at developing, you know, true white label iterations of our of our offerings to, to you know, possibly give partners the, the opportunity to have some equity to, to, to own a platform to, to build frontline revenue to folks and things of that nature. So a really open minded crew. And I think that there's so much kind of diversity in the in the leadership group here is as far as you know people are from all over the world that run facets of this company so it gives a fresh set of eyes because i think we in this channel especially you know someone like myself has been kind of in this channel for you know a long long time if we're not careful we can get myopic because we mm -hmm. see the power of this thing that we've been in and around but we gotta you know we have to keep our eyes open because not only are people in other parts of the world uh, doing things a little bit differently that we could learn from but the folks that are that have been doing it the same way here are ready to evolve too. I mean, if you go back to kind of the early days of X4, we were selling you know T1s basically. Solutions were like you know what we we were X4 Communications. It was revolutionary when we changed our name to Solutions in 2007. That it's like the the what people sell. You know, we went from you know selling T1s back then to now. You think about the the depth and breadth of solutions that those same channel partners are selling. It's a new world. That's a great point, Craig, and something we're talking about a lot at Channel Partners and Channel Futures in terms of diversity and how it leads to innovation. And, you know, one of the big, of course, topics overall all around the globe in 2020. And, and another one, I'm going to be a bit of a Debbie Downer here, is, is of course, the COVID-19 pandemic yeah, and, yeah. and the impact that's had on everyone. And, you know, just want to find out what kinds of things, you know, Vonage is doing to support your partners through this. And do you have any advice for partners or customers out there about how to continue working through it all? 
You know, it's. I'm going to sound. I'm your uh, your hippie business exec on the, on this one too, because my <laughs> my first, you know, it was all those dead shows in the '80s coming back to me. But like my first advice to everybody is to just take a breath and and be kind. I mean, just be kind. We can facilitate opportunity. We can facilitate the marketplace without being opportunistic. We can be reticent and nervous and even scared without kind of lashing out at others. And for the most part, I think we probably hear about the folks that are struggling. But I, I'm seeing miraculous things going on in the space. I'm seeing companies stepping forward, Vodage being one of them, you know, even prior to me getting here, and, you know, using our meetings products and using our, to facilitate education in schools and not profiteering on it, delivering these services as, as an, an additional benefit to the, to the platforms they have. Um, and that goes for our peers too. I saw a bunch of companies standing up and just doing things to facilitate business so folks, you know, could, while, while they were, you know, teaching their kids third grade math at home, have some semblance of, a, of an efficient work life. And, and uh, I'm an eternal optimist and there's no way to spin that this pandemic was a good thing in any way, shape or form. I don't believe that. I think this was, this was tragic. But uh, I do think that um, some of the behaviors that we've all learned through this it will stay on. Like, I can't imagine going back to being on a plane 50 weeks a year anymore because I can get so much done at my machine. I, I'm looking at when I'm deploying resources in the field, I'm like, maybe the play as we continue to grow and, and deliver more revenue to the business, maybe the play isn't a million outside channel managers jumping on planes. It, maybe it's, you know, that maybe it's a, a finite group of market directors and then a bunch of resources behind them that, that can use our tools and, and uh, use our tools to sell our tools. So, uh, you know, I, I, I hope to God that we're you know, on the, the back end of this thing. And uh, and so we can you know stop seeing so much misery and tragedy and, and fear out there. But I also hope that the lessons we've learned inside of this about taking care of each other, about, you know, being kind and about the tools we have that we can work with on a daily basis to be efficient so that the next time there's a, a circumstance that makes it difficult for us to travel and go about our normal lives, that we can kind of not miss a beat and kind of keep this commerce engine going so that we can, you know, help as many people as possible. Yeah, Kurt, well said. No doubt there have been a lot of lows through all of this, but uh, at the same time, as you pointed out, uh, society as a whole and, and businesses for that matter are turning some of those lows into highs. So uh, that's certainly a good thing. One thing that we're looking at as a high coming up here in just a few weeks is our first ever Channel Partners virtual event happening September 8th through the 10th. A uh, big thanks to you and Vonage for being a signature sponsor of that event. Uh, maybe you talk a little about what you'll be doing in conjunction with Channel Partners Virtual and what you hope to get out of it. Well, you know, we're we're excited to, to have the opportunity to touch the partner community um, in a way that's a little bit different. I think we're all getting kind of web conferencing fatigue and, and that type of thing. But to have an event like that, that's that's going to be so dynamic and is, you know, all kinds of cool, fun, original things to do, um, you know, next to getting together with them live at a, at a channel partners conference, this will be kind of the next best thing. And, and uh, you know, I talked about behaviors that we learned and I, I think some things will never go back. I think that you'll always have kind of a virtual component to these meetings. I think you'd be crazy not to. So even though we'll get, you know, 10,000 of us to run to, to Vegas or whatever, whichever city together, I think that having some components so that maybe the folks that, that don't travel as a rule can participate, it would, would be a great best practice. But uh, we're really looking forward to it. I've had, I've had several meetings with, with uh, my marketing group 
And you know them, their creative juices, they're chomping at the bit because of, you know, not being able to run our own events and doing all these virtual things. So, you know, we, we figure we'll learn a ton from you guys because you've always been a leader in things like this. But we're looking forward to it. It's just a really cool, dynamic way to interact with as many partners as possible. And Kurt, we can't thank you and the team at Vonage enough for your support uh, of this virtual event. We're going to see you all at a VIP session that partners won't want to miss. And also, um, of course, you'll have the virtual booth and your team will be able to mm-hmm. uh, set meetings throughout th- within that platform. So definitely going to be a great time with you and the team at Vonage, September 8th through the 10th at Channel Partners Virtual. And just want to say thank you so much again for taking the time to speak with Craig and I here today. And like I like to say, uh, making us seem more intelligent uh, by association. <laughs> so really appreciate that. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate the opportunity to spend a couple minutes with you this morning. And and just a reminder to anybody listening to this, if you don't think of contact center and you think of Vonage, give one of us a call because you're missing the boat. All right, Kurt. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. See you guys. Great stuff there from Kurt. Looks like we can expect a lot of new and big things from Vonage down the line. Can't wait to see, I'm using air quotes there, him and the team at Channel Partners Virtual this September. Yeah, I like it, Kevin. And speaking of CP Virtual, not that we ever follow through on our promises, but on our last podcast, we did promise, correct me if I'm wrong, our audience a brief overview of what to expect from our impactful day two and day three content lineup. Oh, it's out there in cyberspace. You know we did. Please note, Casties, this will be just a taste, a morsel. A bit of chocolatey chip goodness of what you'll get at Channel Partners Virtual. We're saying that a lot here. We should like there's gonna be like a drinking game about this, I think. But <laughs> but hopefully enough to get you pumped up for the event. All right. So on Wednesday, September 9th, the day kicks off with a panel led by our channel influencer of the year, eight by eight's John Delosier. He and some other channel notables will discuss why connecting and engaging with influencers should be an important part of your networking strategy. Much like people who want to start podcasts should reach out to us, Craig. No, not even remotely like that. (sighs) Whatever. We've also got Will Harris lined up for a virtual keynote and, spoiler alert, as our next guest. Harris is a best-selling author and international speaker. This guy, Kevin, is absolutely fantastic. He knows a lot about how to increase your sales, especially via social And we're working on a charitable project with him around his foundation. Will is a dynamic speaker you won't want to miss. Hey, Craig, as usual, you're talking a lot. Well, I guess you're more of a blabberer usually. At least this information is important. But can I jump in? Well, that was fairly blunt, but uh, okay. Thank you. Our concurrent education on the 9th includes another session on upselling and cross-selling. We'll have renowned Forrester analyst Jay McBain, who, as you recall, named us one of Channel's top 64 podcasts. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Talking about the ways to make money during COVID. Again, just a handful of education sessions we'll have on tap that day. The day wraps up with our annual Excellence in Digital Services Awards recognizing partner businesses that have helped their customers achieve great business outcomes with unique solutions. You know, going back to that Jay McBain thing, I always wonder if we were in a bracket of 64 podcasts, does he have us on the 16 line? Yeah, absolutely. I think we got a play-in game. I think we're one of those <laughs> play-in game folks. 
Oh, got it. Got it. Well, I'll look forward to seeing who our matchup is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and as if that weren't enough, Kevin, day three, September 10th, will feature a panel on a very important topic we've been discussing the last few weeks, diversity and inclusion in the channel. It features renowned speaker Risha Grant, who some in our audience heard deliver a terrific presentation at an Alliance of Channel Women event, also at a channel partner show here a few years ago. And we've lined up Laura Padilla, channel boss at one of the hottest companies in tech, talking about Zoom, for a keynote that will offer some cutting edge stuff. I mean, this is an amazing lineup, Kevin, and that really just scratches the surface. Craig, that's just like all of our podcasts. We always have an amazing lineup, but you and I as co-hosts, well, we're always just scratching the surface. If that, Kevin, if that. What do you say we bring in another aforementioned heavy hitter from this week's lineup? Batter up! All right, Kevin, really excited to welcome in our next guest. He is Will Harris, founder of Willpower Consultation. Will is an entrepreneur coach, sales consultant, and esteemed industry speaker and all-around good guy. Will, how you doing? Doing awesome. I mean, hearing you talk, it sounds like I have a lot of jobs. Well, <laughs> I, I think you do. It kind of sounds like the, the resume that Kevin faked to get into Channel Partners. Oh, 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 oh. man, how did that get out? Well, let's start out by talking a little bit about uh, a couple of the blockbuster sessions you'll be participating in at the upcoming Channel Partners Virtual, September 8th through the 10th. Uh, first up is your keynote on social selling, the newest ways partners upsell and outsell on LinkedIn. No doubt there are still a lot of businesses, particularly partner businesses out there that are way behind on this trend. Maybe they think it's a waste of time or simply requires too much of their time when they're busy trying to sell. Uh, so maybe you start out by defining social selling and then tell us why partner businesses really need to get on this bandwagon. Sure. So my definition of social selling is hardcore. Social selling is only this. It's nothing outside of this. It is only this. When you are able to meet someone through social media that you did not know before, and take them from a stranger to a paid client. That's social selling. Anything else is just talk. And what, what's the benefit here for partners? How do they get going with this? Well, this year, um, the benefit is like five times more than previous years because of coronavirus and the lockdown and pandemic and all the other terms we got floating out there, which all sums up being limited to being able to get in front of prospective clients. This is the best way and the safest way for partners to be able to keep their funnel full, to be able to keep their lights on, to be able to, to keep their business running. It's no longer enough just to be able to pick up the telephone, the call, or be able to stop by somebody's office. You have got to be able to reach out form a connection with somebody brand spanking new, and then nurture that relationship to the point where they're gonna give you some money. Well, that is 
outstanding advice. And I think, you know, that keynote is going to be can't miss because I've seen you speak before. I think it was at a Channel Partners event a few years ago. And the passion and energy you bring and the engagement as a result of that are just outstanding. So looking forward to that. Later in the day, you're also going to be on a social selling panel with our friend Janet Shines of the JS Group and Akilo Murrell of Channel Maven. We'll put the links to these sessions on the landing page of our podcast for you partners listening out there so you can check the dates and times. But I have a follow-up question on something Craig's never heard of, and that's LinkedIn. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Is is LinkedIn, do you consider it better than some of the other social media sites in terms of successful social selling? I'm going to keep it real. If someone is trying to sell you a bunch of stuff, then they're going to say do a bunch of stuff. The reality is that LinkedIn is the largest business networking site in the world. Pound for pound, number one, it is the best. So number one, you need to be doing that. Everything else can be a nice to do. It depends on what you're trying to sell within the channel. LinkedIn is the way to go. It's not like Instagram where the demographics are younger people. I see people so proud, proud of their Instagram. Do you know how many followers I have on Instagram? (laughs) <laughs> no, but I know they're all 12 years old. That's why we aren't going to buy your stuff. <laughs> so you have to make sure you look at the demographics mm-hmm. for the social media outlets that you're going to use. And LinkedIn, absolutely, there is no, there's nothing better than that. So I'm not trying to dog anybody else, but if you're going to have some skin in the game, LinkedIn is the game you need to be in. There you go, Kevin. You better update your profile and get more than uh, the four followers you currently have if you're going to get going here. My parents and my brothers. I was on there. You tricked me into uh, following you, I think. So they're uh, actually a spy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Will, we're really looking forward to those presentations at Channel Partners Virtual coming up. Uh, Some great advice that partners and any attendee of that virtual event are really going to be able to take advantage of. I want to shift gears a little bit, though, and give you a chance to talk about uh, something near and dear to your heart, and that's your charitable efforts, Uh, because everything you're doing with the Willpower Humanitarian Foundation really deserves recognition. You were telling us offline that you just spoke in front of the UN. Uh, We really want our channel audience to know about it. So, So the floor is yours to talk a little bit about that. Well, thank you. I believe that no matter what success we have in business, it really is hollow success unless we're able to help somebody in some way. And I don't go around chasing every charity or cause out there. I think that all of us have that special cause, that special thing that we were born for. And whatever that is, that's what you go after. For me, is anything that has to do with women empowerment, anything that has to do with child education, and anything that has to do with fighting poverty, then uh, I'm 100% for that. And I'm actually proud of Channel Partners because they donated backpacks and things to go in backpacks for aged out foster kids to Willpower Humanitarian Foundation. So foster kids, it's just a a rough, rough situation for kids to be in because when they age out, when they turn 18 and they're told they have to leave uh, their homes. I don't know about you guys. I barely take care of myself at 48. I surely couldn't take care of myself at 18. But these kids at 18 are pushed out into society with nothing but garbage bags to have their clothes in, garbage bags to carry their stuff in. And let's not even talk about the ones still in the system who get transferred from one foster home to another. I was speaking to somebody in the channel who was a foster kid growing up, 
And she was telling me how she felt like she was garbage, that her stuff was garbage because it was all in garbage bags. So I'm really proud of how Channel Partners has donated uh, backpacks so that as these kids are transitioning into life, as they're transitioning, unfortunately, sometimes from one home to the next, that they know they're not trash, that they know they're not garbage. In terms of the other stuff I do, um, the United Nations, I've been there uh, three times, two times this year. Uh, I think they're going to rename it to um, United Will Harris Nations. (laughs) 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 But that was just a really cool experience for me to talk about homelessness within the U.S. uh, and what we can do. And just across the globe, we have certain things from orphanages that we're building in India to the all-girls school in Elmina, Ghana, where slave ships used to be taken away. Um, And we got the girls a computer library. First, we started off with electricity because you won't believe this, but one block away, the all boys school had electricity in Elmina, but the all girls school didn't. Wow. So what kind of message are we sending when the boys have electricity and the girls don't? So Uh. I built them a computer library, got them electricity hooked up, treated it just like it was a project, just like it was a corporate deal got electricity hooked up for them. We built them a computer library and I put a sign in the computer library that all boys are welcome to use this library that support their brothers and sisters in the community. So that's what's up. Wow. Well, uh, on behalf of the Channel Partners team, and I'm sure everyone listening, you know, just bravo. Very well done. Really appreciate the shout out you gave the Channel Partners there. But we all know that it's you doing the real work. And, you know, how can our listeners get involved with the Willpower Humanitarian Foundation? So they can go to my website, www.willpowerharris.com. Just send me a message that you're interested. I mean, my thing is use what you love to fight what you hate. What's that thing that you love to do that requires a skill that you have a talent in? And what's that evil? What's that injustice in the world that you hate just as much as that that thing that you love? When you combine those two, boom, there you go. So it may not necessarily be working with me, but just as long as you're doing something, using what you love to fight what you hate, then we're all on the same team. And I welcome a conversation with anybody. Well said, Will. Finally, uh, we had your good friend, Janet Shines, on the show a couple of weeks ago. Um, She detailed an experience she had with racism and bias in the channel. Someone spouted off to her something to the effect that you were one of our speakers for Channel Partners Virtual simply because you fill some sort of minority quota. You know, I was shocked to hear someone say that, but at the same time, sadly, not entirely surprised. Maybe you can give your perspective on the state of race in the business world overall and why you think these attitudes continue to persist. You know, it's kind of hard for me, man, because I really don't see race. So it's not until someone calls it out or tells me something that it it comes to my forefront. If I run into somebody, and I I know it can't be the case 100% of the time, but if I run into somebody and there's an issue, I just think I need to adjust my communication or I need to figure them out. I don't jump to that race thing. But hearing what Janet experienced and just knowing just throughout my career, the different things that go goes on, I kind of forgive them. I think that we all behave and act based on the experiences we had in our past. And now that they're meeting me, 
It's up to me to change it so they think differently about people in the future. So that's kind of like the energy that I bring to it. No harm, no foul. If someone said that, uh, I'm going to let my knowledge, my heart, my passion uh, speak for itself. And hopefully that'll be enough to change people's minds. Wow, Will, very well said. Um, I, I think leading with knowledge, leading with heart and passion is definitely the way to change minds and, and hopefully definitely come together and, and get past this conscious sometimes, unfortunately, and unconscious bias that, that we're all experiencing now. And thank you so much uh, for the time today on the show. Any parting thoughts for us uh, from my buddy now? We're now friends, Will, because you live about 10 to 15 minutes from me here in Maryland. Right around the corner. I'm going to borrow some sugar from you later on. <laughs> Social distancing, though. You're going to have to throw it out the window. I'll catch it. Okay. You got it. You got, I'll have gloves on. I'll, I'll get it to you. <laughs> yeah, if it weren't for COVID, we could have gotten you guys together and uh, done this thing uh, sitting right next to each other. Right. I think for my um, final words, I would say, you know, this year uh, is throwing things at us that none of us could have predicted. But what we can predict is how we treat one another. So everyone's going through challenging times. If anyone gets depressed or gets upset, just remember they're not in it alone. We're all going through it. And we just have to uh, be kind to each other. And everything's going to work out. Absolutely. Good stuff, Well, Looking forward to seeing you virtually here in just a few weeks at Channel Partners Virtual. Thanks for your time today. My pleasure. All right, Kevin. As usual, our guests continue to bring it. We had sort of a baseball reference leading into that. You said batter up. I mean, Will Harris is definitely batting cleanup. Outstanding speaking with him. He brings so much passion to everything he does. You know, we made the joke, or I guess I made the joke, about your resume and you faking a bunch of stuff on it. Well, this guy's resume, it's like what 10 people have accomplished in their careers. So, amazing guy. Looking forward to hearing what he has to say at Channel Partners Virtual. Completely agree, Craig, except for the part where you say you were joking about my resume. You were more right than you know, probably. Just don't tell anyone at Channel Partners. This isn't live, is it? Um, but <laughs> Well, no, Kevin, but it is recorded and, you know, six, seven billion people potentially can hear this. <laughs> you know, just because I co-host a podcast doesn't mean I know how it works. But <laughs> getting back to Will, I mean, you could just see he just thrives on enthusiasm and positivity. And, and we definitely need more people like that in this world and on stage at Channel Partners. And it, it seems like we have a lineup of people that are like Will going to bring that positivity and enthusiasm. And I can't wait to see it. Yes, sir. Well said, my friend. You know, Kevin, we've had two great guests crammed a lot of Channel Partners virtual information into this podcast already. So how about we close by simply saying a big thank you to our listeners and supporters that have stuck with us throughout this pandemic and this hot mess we call 2020. You know what, Craig? I think that's an excellent idea, which is rare for you. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, listeners, partners, sponsors, analysts, and friends. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin, you realize when I said, how about we close by simply saying thank you to our listeners and supporters? That's actually what I was saying. I was saying thank you. I was not saying that you needed to go ahead and thank them. Oh, I just, so you get to thank them, but I, I don't get to jump in on that. <laughs> okay. All right. We've got enough time. I'm hold on. I'm checking the World Wide Web. Uh, yes. Okay. There is room for another 30 seconds of conversation on the web.
All right. Thank you very much. So as I was saying, Casties, we couldn't do this without each one of you. And we look forward to paying it back with two top-notch virtual events closing out the year. Uh, CP Virtual, as we've heard a lot about, and of course, Channel Evolution Europe Virtual coming in December. We know Big Ben. Parliament. And the biggest and best live event the channel has ever seen coming in 2021. Thank you, channel family. I'm feeling the love in this channel bubble, Craig. I think Digi just said that only your parents love you, Kevin, and even that's debatable. Not my words. You know what, Digi? In the words of Hall & Oates' mega hit, again from 1982. Guess that means this podcast number 82 is a wrap. Of course, you can always check out the archive of Coffee with Craig and Kevin by going to SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type Channel Partners Online in the search bar. Of course, you can always find us where, Kevin? On the flagship channelpartnersonline.com Thanks for joining us everyone We'll catch you again next time Keep it popping channel Ooh, forget about it now, say.